Good morning, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I have a really important Mom Tips Monday for you today. Guys, we need to talk to each other about running our race with victory. Victory in Christ. Guys, as Christ followers, you have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of you. And I think that the Lord wants us to talk about this so that we can be free of guilt, condemnation, uh, things that have been spoken over us by other people. Guys, God wants us free. And so we're going to talk about that today on Mom Tips Monday. And as you guys come on, I want you to say hello and uh, give us a prayer request. We're going to pray for each other today. Guys, there's power in our prayers. Um, I'm telling you, there's so much power in our prayers. And God has got uh, great things for each of us in our lives. God has got um, more good things than we ever could ask or imagine. That is what the word says, that he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine. And you know what else that verse says? According to the power, a measure of faith that's in us. Guys, we've got, we've been given faith and uh, God has got so much for us. So we're going to talk about that today. So as you come on, say hello. And I want to hear a prayer request. It could be something small. It could be something, a big prayer request, whatever it is that you have. Uh, we're going to just pray today. We're going to make sure we pray for each other. Now, uh, if you're following along with the Help Club for Moms, we are going through the Wise Woman Knows Bible Study, and it's not too late to join our study. And uh, guys, it's a great book. I've been reading it. <clears throat> excuse me. I've been rereading this book again, and I love it. Even though I don't have kids in my home, I just love reading this book because it encourages me in my role as a wife with my husband. I'm still a wife, and I'm still a mom, but my kids are grown, and they're outside of the home. But what we're learning about this time is we are learning about what we call mom tips uh, categories. So in Help Club for Moms, we love to talk holistically about a woman, and it's based on Titus 2, 4 through 5, and the wise woman cultivates, we talk about this, wise woman cultivates her spirit, loves her husband, loves her children, cares for her home. And for this week and next week, we are actually in the section that is loves her children, well, that was last week, and cares for her home. And so today we're going to talk about a few tips. We're going to talk about victory but I also have a couple of mom tips for you guys uh, for your home and for your schedule, because I know a lot of you guys are starting back up with school and everybody I'm talking to is pretty overwhelmed because we've all been out of um, <laughs> out of all of the heavy duty scheduling and everything happening, uh, sports, uh, lessons, everything. We basically, majority of the people around the world have been out of these things, but now we all have the go ahead to go back into our lives. And a lot of these things are starting back up sports and everything, but so many of my friends are overwhelmed. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today, but uh, let me say hi to everybody who's coming on and, and, uh, we're going to pray at the end. Hi, Allie and Cynthia and Nikki so good to, um, oh, I, oh, okay. We'll definitely pray for you, Allie. That's, that's a good prayer request for your mother-in-law. Um, so let me have a couple, I have a couple of announcements for you guys. Write this down. Our Help Club for Moms retreat is Saturday, June 11th. Saturday, June 11th. You're not going to want to miss it. It, it. You will fly into Denver, Colorado, and then it's in Monument, Colorado. And it's an amazing retreat. It's small, very intimate, 
And we believe in breakthrough in our retreats. We believe in personal breakthrough. And so guys, you're going to, we're going to really be excited to come. And then if you are a church leader, or uh, if you go to a church that might uh, need, like a lot of churches, um, uh, attendance is down, giving is down, and they've had to do some, a lot of people, uh, churches have had to do cuts on staff. And so I don't know if your church has a women's ministry leader right now. But if they don't, uh, please let them know that the Help Club for Moms has an on-the-go retreat package where uh, we take our retreats to your your moms at your church. A, a few of our team members will come. We also have someone on the ground here that will work with your leadership team at your church or volunteers to help them to put on the very best retreat that they can. And it's, it's the same retreat that we're doing at Help Club, but you guys get to have it in your state and your town. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com and we'll get back to you, okay? And you can refer your um, your church pastor to this uh, on-the-go retreat as well. It's a really great idea. It's not a ton of money and uh, it's it's just a great, a great way to have a great retreat for your moms, even if you don't have a women's ministry pastor, okay? All right, the next thing is don't forget to listen on the Help Club for Moms podcast. Uh, We have devotions there. We have specials like last week, you guys. If you missed last Friday's Overcoming Fear and Anxiety, you're going to want to go listen to that. It's on our podcast right now. It's so good. uh, Linda Steppenbacher and me and a new friend of mine. She's amazing. Her name is Virginia. She, uh, She did the podcast with us and it's all about overcoming fear and anxiety. So don't miss that. And uh, then uh, recipes. We have recipes this week in the book. And uh, so be sure to look at your book. It's Ray Allen Sanders Chicken Pot Pie. It's delicious. I've had it before. It's wonderful. And uh, and so be sure to check out the recipes in our books as well. All right. So I'm going to start us off with prayer. So, Father, I thank you for my friends that are watching this video. I thank you for all the moms that are going through the Helps Club for Moms Bible study. And, Lord, we just pray a special blessing on them and their household and everyone watching this video, their homes, their marriage, uh, their walk with you, God. And I pray for every person here that they would walk in victory, walk in the newness of life, that you would help each of us to do that. And so, Father, I pray that you would be with uh, all of us, be with everyone who's listening on the podcast, uh, on the video, listening to the recording. God, you are outside of time. And so you can go and uh, you can answer the prayers of people who are not live here in this video with us. And so, God, we ask for over, that you will overwhelm them with your blessings, that you will help them to understand the power that they have inside of them to live a victorious life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Come Holy Spirit. We want you more than anything. Okay. So I'm going to get started. Hello, Clarissa. Good to see you. And Jennifer. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, okay. And so I'm going to start off today. We're, we're talking. I want to, I want to point out a couple of mom tips in our book. They're so good. You guys, there's a really good list that is on pay every week. We have these, um, these lists of mom tips that you can choose from. And they're just practical ideas that teach you how to have a Christ-centered home, okay? And the the list I want to highlight today is uh, on page 34 of your book. And I want to highlight the tip for children here that I love. And uh, it's really good. And and I do this with my granddaughter too. And uh, it's all about listening to Christian music in the car with your children and how important that is. 
And I love when my kids were growing up, both of my children were saved. Uh, They gave their lives to Jesus, listening to we sing Bible songs. So good. They are so anointed. It's all those old Sunday school songs that uh, maybe you didn't know if you didn't grow up in church. And they're so good. And your kids will learn them, even if their church doesn't teach them these old Sunday school songs uh, that the, your kids will know them. And now up to date, uh, now my kids listen to two other artists, my kids, my grandkids. Um, it, it's called uh, Listener Kids. Listener Kids are so sweet. And also I, uh, you guys, okay, you have a big treat coming up in a couple of weeks. Dan Warlow, we did a podcast together and he is all about having joy in your home with your family and discipling your children with joy. And guys, uh, we did this whole podcast, but he's a Christian children's music artist and he's amazing. And his channel on YouTube, on Spotify is so good. He has this new album called Grow and at Help Club, we get a discount and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but you'll have to stay tuned for that broadcast because he'll say the discount, you get 50% off. So it's like $6 uh, for that, uh, for that uh, download. And I'm going to download it for my children, uh, for my daughter, for them to listen to. I'm going to put one in, I want to download one for myself, but it's a super good album. My, my granddaughter's like, play it again, Gigi, play it again, Gigi, because it's so good. He has this one song that my granddaughter loves called When Jesus, Why Did God Come Down to Earth? And it's all about why Jesus came and why did he have to come and die? And it's super good. And my granddaughter just listens and she just listens and then she sings and play it again, play it again. It's super good. It's the gospel in a song. It's super good for your kids. All right. I want to talk about something today. Two things. Well, let me move on into the other mom tip real quick before I go into my message. So, um, the on page, the same one we're talking about, page 34, it says, under Wise Woman Cares for Her Home, it says, utilize the weekly plan sheet found on page 221 in this book or on our website and take a, take 20 minutes Sunday afternoon or any day to plan out your week. Strategize and set yourself up for success. And the weekly plan sheet looks like this. And it's on our website. And I know Nikki can share it right there. Um but it's in our book as well. And it's, I mean, this weekly plan sheet is a tool. Um, here it is right here. I, I still use a week and I know you guys all like use your phones and stuff and I do too, but, uh, there is something to be said for planning, writing down on paper, your schedule. Uh, it's, it's so important and you could put it on your fridge. Then everybody in the family knows where everybody has to be. And it's just a really good habit to sit and pray about your week instead of, so guys, instead of letting your week happen to you, you happen to your week, (laughs) meaning you ask God to guide your steps. You ask God to direct your ways and he will. And when you have a, a tool in your hands, like a weekly plan sheet where you, you put in there your meals for the week, you put in uh, where your children have to be, you put in family time, family dinners, you know, maybe you're going to have a game night this week or family time teaching your ch- children about the Bible. I always put in those things in my, in my schedule. I even put in time with my husband and, you know, it's just important that we plan and Mary Kay, I love Mary Kay. I was a Mary Kay sales director and she says, plan your work and work your plan. It's so true, guys. If you want to get more done, I would say use the weekly plan sheet. Okay. All right. Before I get to my message, can I ask you guys to share the video with your friends? Because you never know who needs to feel encouraged today. Because we all need encouragement, guys. Life can be hard. And when we encourage each other and when we're 
focusing on on good things, focusing on the Lord more than our mistakes or uh, shortcomings or if we blow it. Guys, I'm telling you that uh, focusing on the Lord is a big deal. And so when we when when we encourage one another, it's huge when we point each other to Jesus. And so share the video if, if you if you can, or in your groups, if you have a couple of Facebook groups that you're part of, share the video there if it's appropriate. But we at Help Club are moms encouraging moms to know the love of Jesus Christ. And you're part of Help Club. So make sure that you are encouraging your friends to know the love of Jesus. Like post scriptures on your Facebook wall. Point people to Jesus continually. We, we, we want to turn the focus away from self and keep it on the Lord. He is what people need. We are just the, the messenger, guys. We are not the Savior. We are the messenger. So we continually point people to Jesus. It's so good to do that as women, especially. Okay, so we're going to move into my main message that I want to talk about today. So, guys, I think that we talk a little bit too much about our shortcomings. We talk a little bit too much about our past. We talk a little bit too much about when we make a mistake, when we blow it. And it's so good to be honest with each other, guys. We don't want to be plastic women, right? We don't want to be women that are just not real with each other. We definitely want to be real. We are a transparent, honest ministry. But there's a difference in sharing your struggles and pointing to your failures and stuff like that, uh, then doing it and um, doing it with a sense of understanding that Jesus is bigger than you are. Jesus is bigger than your shortcomings. Jesus is bigger than your mistakes. And sometimes we can focus on our past or our mistakes or feel condemned, or we can focus on the things that we're not doing right. And a lot of that is negative self-talk that you have with yourself that maybe you've developed over the years. But honestly, it feels like it could be a little idle. Like when we're focusing on our mistakes and our shortcomings, we can be making a bigger deal out of our mistakes, our shortcomings, than we do about Jesus. Anything that, that takes the place of Jesus, anything that we make bigger in our minds than Jesus is an idol. And so I think sometimes we can make our sin an idol, our mistakes an idol, in our own hearts too. We can condemn ourselves and be like, oh, I, I, whatever it is that you want to say that you did. Like, um, let's see, what would be a good example? So say you want to lose weight and, but you blow it one day, like you do really good on five days. And then you blow it. Something really bad happens and you just like, you're having a bad day and you're like, well, forget it. You know, and you just do whatever, you eat whatever, and then you feel really sick. And then what happens? You know what the devil does, right? He tempts us to sin and then he condemns us, right? So that condemnation comes back in. And then what happens? You feel really bad about yourself. You hate yourself. You look in the mirror. All you can see is your weight on your body and it makes you feel defeated, right? No, that's not what God wants for us. God wants us, if you make a mistake, God wants us to, to repent. You know what? If you are working with God on losing weight and that's something that God's called you to do and you go to him and you say, God, I'm sorry, I, I blew it. I didn't depend on you because that's what it is, guys. I think, okay, when we, anything in our lives that we choose to depend on self versus God, we have to repent of that. So, whether it's eating too much, spending too much, being angry, controlling, whatever. 
we have to remember we can't elevate anything above God and we can't elevate our shortcomings above God. So the better idea would be if you've eaten too much, you want to lose weight, you and God are working on it together, which is wonderful. Inviting God into that. Beautiful. I invited God into my shopping yesterday. I got a new dress. I'm speaking at the gathering conference in Colorado Springs this week, and uh, I'm excited about it. I couldn't find a dress and I needed a new dress. And um, I asked God to come shopping with me and I found my dress and it was wonderful. It's not, it wasn't expensive and it was great, but um, inviting him into losing weight, inviting him into helping you overcome the things that you're struggling with. That's great. That's so good. That's the best thing you could do. But just remember, God doesn't want you to stay in your mistakes. He wants you to move forward with him. So let me give you an example. So I'm drinking my tea today. I love tea. I drink tea every, um, all the time, like all the time. <laughs> mm. I love tea. I like strong English tea. Right, Nikki? That's a shout out to my friend Nikki who lives in the UK. I drink Yorkshire Gold. Amazing tea. I, I, I like it so strong. I pour hot water in it. Um, you know, for my kettle, then I put it on my stove on my, um, my, I have a gas stove, so I have like the flames, but I put it on low heat and I put my teacup directly on the, the stove. Like it's got a rack. I put it on the rack with my little, you know, gas thing. And cause I want it really hot. I don't boil it. I just let it sit. I let it steep for like 10, 15 minutes because I like super duper strong tea. And I love this cup because I bought it when my husband and I went to uh, London a couple of years. Uh, it's when my granddaughter was born. So three years ago, my husband and I went to London and we went down on Portobello Road, which is a fun place to go shopping. And I found this teacup and I love it. I love it so much. It's got, I like it because it has like little designs. I like teacups that have like little designs on the inside. I have a lot of cups from England. Anyway, but on this trip, my husband and I got in a big fight and I really blew it. <laughs> I blew it so bad. And uh, I actually blew it in a lobby in front of a bunch of people. And I just yelled at him. And I was so embarrassed, like thinking I was tired, right? It's jet lag. And uh, I I blew it with my husband really bad. And uh, the funny thing is the fight that we got into was because of our personality differences. So I get to fly for free because I have an amazing friend who is a retired flight attendant. And she made me her companion person. So I get to fly anywhere I want for free. And, uh, but I have to fly on standby and that stresses my husband out. And we were coming back to Colorado and there was a blizzard and he was so stressed out. And I was just so mad at him for being stressed out. He was taking joy out of our trip. And, and I was like, ah, you know, I got so mad at him. And then I felt really guilty and bad. And I mean, to me, it was no problem because I ended up just flying to Texas and I spent the night with my friend, got to talk to her and visit with her and have a great memory with her. And then I flew home the next day. But to my husband, he, he, he likes to take care of me. My husband, he, that's his personality. He likes to take care of me. He likes to make sure things are in a row. He's very organized. And for him, not knowing that I was going to get on a plane was stressing him out. And for me, I'm like, I just want to go and I'm going to go have fun and I don't care. You know, I'll get home whenever. But we got in a fight and I was tempted when I got back home to look at this teacup and think, I don't want to use that teacup because I made a bunch of mistakes on that trip. And uh, I just don't know if I want to drink out of it anymore. I feel guilty. But you know what I did? I said, no, I'm going to repent. And I told God I was sorry. I told my husband I was sorry. I had already told him I was sorry. But I told him again. I said I was sorry. And I prayed and asked God to help me to be more patient and to watch my tongue and you know what he did? He's really helped me a lot since then. This is what I'm talking about, talking more about God. He has really helped me. He has helped me to watch my mouth. 
and he will help you watch your mouth too. And he'll help you not to get mad. He'll help you to be victorious in the life that you have. Okay. So that's my little analogy. Don't like this represents to me a little bit of sin <laughs> because I, it, I, I really tainted the last day of our visit there because of like blowing up in the lobby and people were actually looking at me. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but I was raising my voice and it was kind of embarrassing, but you know, I love this cup and I love our trip. We made some great memories. We went to, um, I don't even remember the name of that city, but when we went, we went everywhere. We had such a good time and I love this cup and that's what I'm going to remember. I'm not going to remember blowing up at my husband in the lobby, even though the enemy wouldn't want me to. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Instead of condemning yourself when you make a mistake and just throwing out the baby with the bathwater, like it on your diet, if you're, if you're making a mistake, if you're blowing it, instead of blowing it and getting mad and, you know, not experiencing victory for the five days that you did do well, just let, let it go. Give it to God. Even after you binge the first meal, just ask him to help you. Ask him, so, oh God, I'm getting into flesh again, meaning I'm trying to do this alone. Help me to do it in your power. Or with your kids, if you blow it and you yell at your kids. I just love this tea. If you blow it and you yell at your kids, instead of keep going the rest of the day feeling like a bad person, stop and confess. Jesus, I am trying to be a mom today without you. Help me. Go sing a worship song. Sing a worship song with your kids. Let your kids see you go to God when you make a mistake. That's huge. But just do it. See what happens. Try it. Email me. Let me know what you think. Let me know if that works for you. I want to read some scriptures to you. Listen to these scriptures, guys. This is the word of God. Okay. This, it just doesn't get any better than this. Okay. Second Corinthians 5, 17. And I love this scripture because someone told me that now that I'm a Christian, because I have an, a, a past life, right? I, I did drugs. I made a lot of mistakes because I was a mess whenever I came to Christ because of my family and just my upbringing but I don't go there. I don't live there. You know, I'll tell people that and they're like shocked. What? That was who you were. You were like that. Yes. But I'm not like that anymore. And you know what, guys, I think God wants me to tell you something. You don't live there anymore. You don't live there anymore. All those places, all that condemnation, all the mistakes you've made, you don't live there anymore. You're a new person. Even if all those mistakes were yesterday, you don't live there anymore. It's a new day. God's graces and mercies are new every day. You're a new creation. So listen to this. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If anyone, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. And someone taught me that verse when I became a Christian. And they were like, Deb, you're a new person. Do you know what my friend Julie used to say to me all the time? She would say, Deb, you're in the white dress. Don't forget that. You're in the white dress. And I think if Julie were here today, like she's my friend, we get together all the time. But if Julie were sitting here with me doing this video, she would say, hey, friend, you're in the white dress. You're not in a black dress or with stains on it anymore. Do you know that you have a dress that's been dipped in the blood of Christ and it's gorgeous and white and beautiful? right? That's what we all are. We are all because of Jesus's sacrifice, because he died on the cross, because he saved us. We're a new creation and we're in the most radiant, white, beautiful dress ever. Isn't that beautiful? Okay. And I want to remind you guys that God is up to new things in your life. If you feel hopeless, if you feel that things are just sad and discouraging, 
and especially in our world, right, with so much in our world right now, right? God is still up to new things and God is up to new things in your life. And I think waking up every day and saying, God, what new things do you have for me today? I put some stories on our Instagram. We have an Instagram on Facebook, on um, Help Club for Moms Instagram. And I've been putting all these stories up. And one that I did the other day was God is always up, up to something new. Ask him, God, what do you want to do that's new in my life today? And listen to the scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Behold, behold, behold. <laughs> Love that word, behold. Pay attention. Behold. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I need to put my glasses on. I will remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Oh, wait. Oh, I mixed them up. Hold on. I was was trying to copy them on my copying machine this morning. Hold on. Let me just pull it straight up from the word. I love the word of God. Don't you guys love the word of God? It's the best. Okay. All right. 18 through 19. Isaiah 43. Says, forget not, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Woof. Ha! Ha! Oh, God is doing new things in your life. Receive them by faith. Okay, listen to this. Do you ever want to walk a new life? You know, everybody I know wants freedom. They want freedom, right? But how many of us are praying about receiving freedom for our new life in Christ? Listen to this. Romans 6, verse 4, the amplified version. We have therefore been buried with him through baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the Father, we too might walk habitually in the newness of life, abandoning our old ways. New Living Translation says, For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and just as Christ was released from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Guys, you have been empowered every single day to live a new life, to walk in the newness of life. You have this new life. Do you know one of the things I love about Jesus pointing out children and saying childlike faith, that if you don't receive the kingdom of heaven like a child, right? Do you know one of part of receiving the kingdom of heaven like a child is? Childlike faith is believing what the word says that you're new. Childlike faith is waking up in the morning saying, God, I can't wait to see what you're doing today because children don't have anything to worry about. Children don't have bills to pay. Children don't have condemnation. That all comes to us when we get older. Childlike faith is just wondering at God and saying, wow, God, you're big. God, you're strong. God, you're mighty. And that's what God wants from us. He wants us to wake up in the morning, let go of our old self and just start off fresh and new with him, just like a child. And listen to this. This is the last scripture. Okay. Oh, I love this one. Now I love pointing out with this scripture, the word says, I keep asking and it's, I keep praying. I keep asking. We have to keep asking and keep praying. Okay. Ephesians 1, 17 through 19. I keep asking. This is Paul we're talking about here, you guys. And Paul said, I keep asking. If Paul needs to keep asking, we need to keep asking. 
I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray, he also says, I pray, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. And get get this, guys. So good. His incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. You guys, ha! you have this power inside of you. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of you. That power, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Boom, mic drop. You have that kind of power in your life. I think we all need to take a sip of coffee and tea and let that sit in for just a second. Ha! You have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of you. So do I. Let's take a sip. <laughs> mm. That right there, we can think about that scripture for weeks and weeks. So let's pray. Father, I pray for every single person listening to this video or podcast, watching the video, watching the recording. Jesus, it's no accident that they're here. God, I pray that you would help us to understand the power that is inside of us, that we would have childlike faith, that we would walk with you, that we would cast off condemnation, that we would repent from our sins, turn away from them, and walk victoriously in the newness of life. And God, that power, that power, we would learn how to use that power. That power that you have placed inside of us, Lord, we would walk victoriously in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, now it's prayer time. I'm gonna pray for you guys. Thank you guys. Oh, thank you, Clarissa. Good, good, good. Okay, so I'm gonna pray real quick and then I'm gonna go. Okay, so Allie has a prayer request up here. Thank you guys so much for all your comments. Oh, Randall. Oh, I like that. Slugs and bugs. I like that. Okay. Mom tips. Love that one. The Faith Life ABCs of the Bible. I love that. Oh, listener kids. I love that too. Nikki. Melinda. Hi, Melinda. Okay, Clarissa. Okay, I'm going to, let's see. Saturday, June 11th. That's right. For Help Club. Okay. I'm going to pray for Allie. I'm struggling helping my mom and mother-in-law with mental health issues. I feel drained, but I know this. Okay. So Father, I pray for Allie. I thank you for her heart and how she honors her mother and her mother-in-law. And I pray that she would live victoriously in the power of the Holy Spirit, that she would be a good daughter and daughter-in-law in the power of the Holy Spirit, whatever that looks like for her. Pray that she'd be patient. I pray that she would love them and see them like Jesus. And she would not see their sins. She would see their hearts. That you would give her that capability and the grace to love them. In Jesus' name, amen. And you'd bring breakthrough. Okay, let's see. I want to pray for you. So leave a prayer request. You can email me a prayer request at uh, admin at helpclubformoms.com too. It's awesome. Oh, Dan Warlow. Warlow. W-A-R-L-O-W. Okay, time blocking. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're a paper girl, Jennifer. Paper and highlighter, says Allie laminate the plant. Oh, that's so good. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Uh, thank you guys for tagging your friends in this video. A word for your Yorkshire gold is the best. It is Nikki. It's so good. I can't wait to have tea with you when you come for the retreat. Oh, I'm so guilty of making this way after making mistakes. Yep. It's, it's very common. We don't live there anymore. Amen. 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 Uh, okay. Let's see. Written that on my vanity. I love that. 
Love the scriptures. Thank you, Nikki. Okay. So let's see. I have one person. Okay. So Jennifer. Oh, thank you, Allie. Uh, please pray for Shiloh's behavior. Okay. I do have a word. Uh, if you have a child that has bad behavior. And I was actually reminded of this at my mom's group last week over here because several of the moms came in, they were feeling condemned. Okay. And I know Shiloh's little, uh, but I will tell you that the more that you can catch him being good and turn his heart away from uh, bad behavior and things that he's doing wrong, we don't want that to be the focus. Turn his heart towards the good things that he's doing. Okay. And you're going to be training him for his new life in Christ whenever he gives his life to Christ. And so like for my kids, one of my children was very condemning. If she made a mistake, she was, she didn't, you never knew that this is what she was doing, but she would be the hardest on herself internally. Like you would never see it. So when she made a mistake, she was super hard on herself. But whenever I found her being good, I kept, caught her being good. It always, it changed her behavior. It's like, it's like magic, <laughs> not magic. We don't have magic, but it's like Holy Spirit, like sprinkles on that child's mind. The Holy Spirit comes down and just sprinkles those, those things, um, on your child's mind and on your child's heart when you catch them being good. So let's pray that. Okay. Oh, the counselor said, okay, we'll find something. Okay. If he smiles, if he, uh, if he laughs, oh, I love your laugh. Your laugh is so good. Oh, you're eating your dinner. Oh, you're doing so good. Uh, oh, thank you for being so sweet. Thank you for that hug. Any single teeny tiny thing. And that's where we have to be careful, not getting weary in doing while doing um, with our children is we all we can see is the work ahead of us. Don't allow the enemy to show you that. Let him show you the potential in your children's hearts. So Father, I pray for Jennifer and her husband. They're such great parents. Help them to see potential in their little one. Help them to see the teeny tiny little things that he is doing right. Help them to call out those things that are not as though they yet were. That's what you do, God. In Romans 4, 17, you call out things before they are in, into being. So help her to call out good traits in Shiloh before he uh, accomplishes them. So and by doing that, meaning just call out any teeny tiny little ray of uh anything that he's doing right and just give her the grace that she needs and knowing that this will pass too in Jesus name. Okay. I do want to say sometimes with really strong willed kids, uh, you can feel that, um, it's going to stay this way your whole life. And that is a lie from the enemy. Okay. Children go through stages. Like they're not always potty training. They're not always giving up their pacifier. They're not always fighting you over food. They go in cycles. Okay. But if we're always thinking about the future, like if you're way far in the future, like fast forward to him being 18 or 16, that's not uh, what God wants for you. He wants you to be in the moment today, trusting him and knowing that children go through stages. And I want to tell you, this was actually pretty freeing when someone told me this much of childish behavior is annoying. Much of a child's behavior is annoying. There's so many good things, but if you can just remember, they're not little adults. Children uh, are not little adults. They are children. And especially if, if your kids are smart, I think you said to me before, Shiloh's really smart. Sometimes we can expect more from them than they're capable of giving because they're so smart. Like we forget, oh wait, he's only two. Oh wait. And I actually had to tell my, my kids that about my granddaughter because it's easy because she's really, she's smart. She's really smart and fast. And it's easy to think that she understands other concepts, emotional concepts, or other things that maybe 
um, maybe uh, a, an older child would understand, but they don't. So just remember that, um, just remember that um, they're not little adults. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Thank you, Alma. Have a great day. It's going to be a great week. We're going to have a great week. Jesus, we pray for great weeks for each of us and the joy of the Lord to be our strength and that you'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine according mm -hmm. to the measure of faith that is within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I love you all so much. Have a great day. Goodbye.